Hi, this is Katrina Adams, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, man, we are coming up to the close of October, the close of the season. I mean, it's yeah. been consolidated, it's been condensed, but it's crazy to believe that we're actually wrapping things up. And, and the women, hell, Bryce ain't got nothing else. They ain't got nothing else. What's up, well, man? They got one more. They got they one got more. more. Oh yeah, that's right. The um, the mm. Aust- Austria one, I think it was. Yeah, or... the one in Lens. Yeah, Lens. There you go. So they do have yeah. one. My, that's my bad. But yeah, man, it's it's closing down, man. That makes me kind of sad. But anyway, how what's but, going on with you, bro? But it gets you excited for twenty twenty one. Yes, it does. And 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 the the best news I think that we have overall is the fact that the tennis community has shown that they know how to put on regular tournaments. Grand Slam tournaments in a healthy and a safe manner yes. in this environment. And we've had fans and no fans and small fans and close fans. And, you know, we've been able to get it done. So that has me very excited for 2021. Even if the tennis and the tournaments aren't exactly the way, you know, we we remember them from the past. Right. We, we've seen in the last three or four months that we can still have some really good tennis out there for us to enjoy. A hundred percent agree, man. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, it's different that the, you know, that the stands aren't full, but you do have some folks out there and, and you know, yeah, the ambiance isn't the same, but hey, the tennis is still good, man. So you've been watching it from the couch. It's still good. Still good. And by the way, Bruce, I saw you just joined. Are you out here in California now? Holler at me. Let me know. Let me know what's up. Um, But yeah, let's, let's, you know, I'm doing good to answer your question. You know, been watching, you know, the good tennis last week. Yes. We got a heck of a tournament going on this week. Right. And uh, Vienna, and I can't wait uh, for us to jump into that one. But um, let's go ahead and face the music on the tournaments from last week. Let's face the music. <laughs> uh, and and we'll go ahead and let's start with the women. And right. as, as Isaac said a few minutes ago, you know, we had the tournament last week in Ostrava, um, Czech Republic, yes. and there's only one tournament left for the remainder of the year, and that's going to be the week of November the 9th in Linz, Austria, the one where Coco Golf is the defending champion, right. which, Isaac, I didn't even think about this. I guess, technically, she's defending champion, but if she doesn't defend, she can still hold on to her defending okay. uh-huh. points. Yeah, you know? Coco good. Coco is good. She's like, hey, I, I, I ain't pressed. I get to keep right. these points, so I'm cool. In fact, right. guys, I thought I had heard that she is she playing because I didn't think that she was actually going to play that tournament. Oh, maybe she's not. Maybe she's just going to ride with the points. Because yeah. I tell you this, they said uh, this week she hit a new high at number forty-seven. Nice. That's good for her. Good right. for her. We okay. We need to talk about something just really, really quickly since we're sure. talking about sure. Coco Golf. I don't know if you caught this or not, but they were on on the tennis channel. They were uh-huh. doing a, um, they were doing this complete the sentence type of a game, uh-huh. and they did one as it relates to Coco Golf, and they was like, you know, with Coco Golf, what grade would you give her, right? And so the announcer right. said that they went to Chan, and Chan was like, yeah, you know, I give her BB plus, you know, she's been playing uh-huh. well, blah blah blah. I tell you what, Nick Pereira came up in there, he was like, look, 
that young lady gets an A plus. He was like, she is 16. She is out here with all this COVID going on. She getting yeah. her play on. She is doing what she needs to do. She's 16. She was like, she deserves an A. I was like, damn. Because when they I like initially, I, I love Nick Perea, dude. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Initially, when when they when I read it, I was like, I'd probably say maybe an A minus. And then Chanda came in with the BB plus. Shit, Nick was like, look. You ain't gonna be dissing my little sister like that, and gave some side eye too. I was like, uh, all right. And then here come, and Chanda came back, and she was like, yeah, you know, with the social justice and everything, speaking out, and mm-hmm. uh, and Chanda was like, I bow down, I bow right. down. She was like, mm-hmm. I concede, and I was like, good for you, Nick Perez. You better recognize the fact that again. Coco Golf, folks, is 16 years old. We cannot right. have all these expectations of her. To me, she right. is A plus, A plus, and, and we need to right. make sure we're, we're thinking about that. So I just thought I would bring that up. I thought that was so no. funny, and it was so it's, on point. It's good to keep all of that in perspective because that's where we sort of get out of alignment sometimes with our expectations. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, she, yeah, the fact that she's even in the top 100 right now, is huge, and now we know she's number forty-seven. So that's right. That's right. So again, kudos to Nick Perea for giving right. side eye to both me and Chanda. <laughs> <laughs> well, but let's talk about that tournament from last week in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I think we had both predicted. Did we both predict that it was going to be Azarenka and? Um, no, we said it was going to be Azarenka and Rabakina. Correct. That's right. And got, got stolen on by Kazakina, who I was completely dissing. In the, right, I was like, right. Kazakina ain't got no chance to get Rabakina. She was like, look, I'm going to show y'all some variety. And she got up <laughs> out there and started using them little shape and moon balls. Mm-hmm. And yeah, unfortunately, Rabakina could, uh, could not see it through. So, yeah, right. she lost in three. So, yeah, we, we were 50, 50%. We were 50%, and I think we both picked Azarenka to win. Yes, we did. And so, uh, right, so... We had Azarenka against Sabalenka yes. in the finals, and I guess Sabalenka must have remembered that beatdown that she took from Azarenka last month, and um, she gave her two hoe biscuits in, yes. the, uh, in the finals. Listen, she was like, ain't nobody scared of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be doing this up in a final lobby. I don't think so. But I tell right. you what, bro. At, to, you know, Azarenka was ill, though. So she, she had some issues. Right. She was a little off. I don't know if it was dizziness, migraine, or something that kind of came up towards the end of the first set. But regardless, Sabalenka was playing some good ball. And she was like, nah, sister, today is not your day. You done drove me enough. I'm about to get you. And be uh, Venus returned the favor and put a root on Azarenka, <laughs> and, <laughs> and got her good. But 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 yeah, no. I mean, there's no shame in, no. in Azarenka losing to Sabalenka. I mean, they were seeded third and fourth. Um, and who was the was 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 Sabalenka the defending champion? That I don't know. I know she won that double though. She did, and good for pointing that out. I mean, she had the best week possible. She won the singles and she won the doubles. So, For the first time in her career. That's incredible. And, 
And I, and I don't believe it's going to be the last time in her I, career that that happens. I agree with you. At she all. keeps playing with Elise Mertens. I think that they've got a strong, strong doubles team. Um, well, hell, I know they're ranked. They probably rank number number in the top five, I believe, as yeah, far as doubles yeah. teams go. So, so yeah, yeah. She's. I agree with you. I think she's going to do that a lot more often. Right. Well, let's talk about so, – so we know what happened in the finals. Yeah. Let's just talk about a couple of other matchups that happened during the week. Yes. Uh, and, and I'm going to throw some things out and try to get your, your input on these. And, yep. and the first one that I want to bring out is what's going on with Pliskova? It's so funny because I wrote that down. <laughs> I had questions for you too, so you yeah. that, that like that. That is a great question, bro. I don't – you know, she definitely has not had a good 2020 as far as coming back from the, you know, from the pandemic and all these right. tournaments that she's played. She's definitely not found her rhythm. And I don't know. I don't think that it's anything to be concerned about. I think that for her, she just needs to go off and have a good off season and then really start fresh in January 2021. But it is very odd that she's been she's been taking some odd L's of late. Yeah. People well, been getting up on her quick. And I do want to add, Pliskova is kind of a little bit in that group of people that, you know, we got. We keep talking about this new this new group of women that yes. are coming out, yes. and Pliskova has not snagged a major yet. That's right. And she she don't want to miss. <laughs> what they say in Hamilton, she don't want to miss her shot, right? That's right. That's <laughs> she right. she don't want to miss her shot. So <laughs> she. She might want to get a little serious real quick, you know. Quietly, yeah. Um, but, but I'm going to give her a break, you know. Like mm-hmm. I said, because of all the things that are going on, we're going to give folks a little break. We're not going to read right? too, too much into it. Because like I said, Pliskova, she's, you know, she got that strong game. And she, you know, when you can put it on Serena a couple times and a few of the other top players, you're dangerous. Right. So we're going to give you a little break, and we're going to see how you come out in the first part of the year. But... Definitely not a good look for Pliskova right. this uh, this modified season, I will say. Right. Yeah. And so how what? about you, bro? Oh, I want to throw okay. something back at you. Tell okay. me what are your thoughts similar as far as Svitolina goes. Svitolina was top seed at this tournament. She was, but I'm going to give Svitolina a little bit of a break on this one. And that's going to be because you and I accurately predicted that she was going to go out to Stockery. I'm telling you what. Sakari is playing way above her ranking right Absolutely. now. She, she's a top 10 player as far as I'm concerned right now. So that was a little bit of a, of a tough matchup. You know, it wasn't like she, like, Pliskova went out to Kudaramatova. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's huh? like right. <laughs> but Sakari, that, that's, that's, not a, that's not a bad loss. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. I wrote it down because I was just sort of like, I really, really want to kind of get your opinion on that. Right. But but again, like you said, we predicted it was going to happen. So, Sakura right. is playing, like you said, she's playing some lights out tennis right now. Mm-hmm. And she's in great shape. She's got a great mental attitude on her. And she's out there to fight. She's out there to get it done, man. So, I, I right. like that young lady a lot. Really do. Well, and let's go ahead and just, you know, mention, you know, Coco Golf, you know, mm-hmm. she she lost a little earlier than we wanted her to, but she lost in a third set tiebreaker to the eventual champion. So, the eventual champion. I mean, you, you can't, you, you know. You can't hate on that. You can't be mad right. at that. Yeah, it's like when you see a result like that and you're like, yo, you know, she did lose, right. but she lost to Sabalenka, who, like I told you, she was, 
to me, she would be that one that's battling to get into that top 10 and kick one of the mother ladies out. We talked about this right. last year. So to mm-hmm. lose to Sabalenka is not a bad deal. And again, it's the whole re- revenge factor as well. Coco got up on her in Lexington. So she was like, no, nah, Heffa, uh, I'm about to get you. You little young ass. Right. Come up in here messing with me. And so she right. was like, I'm going to put them things on you just like she did Azarenka. So this was her little revenge tour as well. She was like, look, right. I'm about to get my revenge and I'm about to hold up some trophy and give me some coins. That's what's on the radar. That's what's up. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, and like we said, you know, this, even her making it, you know, to what? Uh, she lost in the second round. That was enough to get her to move up to number 47 in the world. So, and, and let's not forget. She qualified, so she won three matches coming into the main draw. So yeah. getting in four wins and one loss for the week is not too bad. Not too shabby, I would say. Right. Not too bad at all. And then I guess the last one that I wanted to bring up was yeah. y'all girl, Jen Brady. <laughs> and and like I said, you know, she's in this, this pattern of losing in the first round every other tournament. So she had lost in the first round of the French that just happened. So we were expecting her to do a little something. Yeah. And she did. She made it to the semifinals. Yeah. She also lost to the eventual champion. Right. You know, she got her little snack on the way out the back door <laughs> with that breadstick. But, you know, how did you think she showed up at the tournament this uh, year? You know, Bryce, I actually was pretty pleased with Brady's performance because it was, it was in my eyes, pretty gutsy because she had a rough one against uh, Kudermatova. Kudermatova, if I yeah, can get uh-huh. that out. Um, she had a tough one against her because, like I said, she lost that first set, and, and you know, it was getting a little tough. But then she was like, no, oh, okay, I think I got it now. And she went ahead and got her 3-1 uh, and one in the second and third. Um, oh, I'm so, sorry. She got the breadstick. Oh, I, I looked at that wrong. Sabalenka, she lost 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, 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 she gave, gave the breadstick. Bread yeah, okay, there, there we go. go. Yeah, she gave the bread to Kudermatova. And was like, gone, girl, get out of here. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, in that match against Sabalenka, because I watched that match, it was actually a very good match. But again, mm-hmm. when Sabalenka is playing Sabalenka ball, there are right. very few girls that are going to be able to, to, to stay with her because she just got a lot of power. And she just mm-hmm. goes for her shots, man. And it's like, it, and, and, you know, with Jen Brady and the wind up on the forehand, you ain't going to be able to handle all that power. So, right. to me, it was definitely not a bad tournament for Jen Brady. I thought she did pretty well for herself again, making it to the semis. And, you know, I don't know if she's going to play that last tournament of the year, but she's got a lot to be proud of in this yeah. this 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 window of time and and a lot that she can then go off and build on going into right. 2021. So right. I think she's good, man. Now, about and, you, what are your thoughts on her? Uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think she. No, she's done well. I think I saw that her ranking has gone up to either 24 or 27. So yeah. I mean, she's she's really you know done it. So I'm starting to see a little bit of that consistency right. that I was looking for with her. Yeah. Um, I just hate that she kind of gives me this whole, like, Pete Stamper's type of persona when she's on the court. Oh, okay. um, yeah, That's but exactly. she, she's got a good she's got a good game, though, and, and I hope she continues to do well. And for those of you, which I think all of you are that are aligned with us that are on Instagram, you should go to Sabalenka's um, page because her profile, because she did a little dance to show how excited she was about winning the tournament, and you know she must have watched that movie Hustlers or something recently, and uh, <laughs> she got a boogie on. So y'all can go check that out go if you want Sabalenka. to. Go yeah, get it. and Bryce, <laughs> we we can't leave 
this topic, and we cannot leave this tournament without talking about the match of matches. How are you going to lose 10, game, 10 straight games in a row and then come back and put 12 straight games on somebody? Did you did you hear about that? Oh, was that Cerebus against... Cerebus Tormo. Yes, yes. How you just go... I would, it's like, were you asleep? Were you just like, oh, oh yeah, I guess I'm playing tennis instead of racquetball. Let me go ahead and do what I do. How you run a double bagel on somebody <laughs> when you're down me... love six for love? <laughs> Look, unless your name is Arancha Sanchez Vicario, if you got three names mm. you're not doing nothing on indoor courts no no that, you, you, <laughs> you you you're a clay babe and that's what you need to be and and that's what sabalanka remembered she was like oh wait a minute you like, got, wait a minute you got three names you got three names <laughs> and we indoors she was like wait a minute something is wrong that's wrong man I was like, yeah. that don't even make no sense. You are down six love, four love, about to be down five love, and for whatever reason, you just like, all right, time for me to play. Yeah. And came yeah. back and threw 12 straight games, y'all. 12. That don't yeah. make no damn sense. She, she put it but on. But she did it. But she did it, and she backed it up and won the tournament. So there you go. So anyway. So let's jump to the men. Yes, yes. Which one do you want to go with first? Um, let's go with the the second time they were playing in Cologne, Germany. Yeah. Which still is funny to me that they had a tournament uh, in Cologne two weeks in a row. And what's even funnier is that Alexander Zverev won both of them. Won both of them. He was like, "Look, y'all need to get about the wedding." And like, y'all in my house. I'm in Germany. You know, Schwartz and Schwartzman. Oh, but wait a minute. Let us know. And why were why were two of the three finals this weekend feedings? Why we 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 must we must dig into this because uh, you know we we talk about Sabalenka as a ranker. We didn't talk about the fact she got fed two whole biscuits in the final. Yeah. Two whole biscuits, y'all. Dos. Yeah, but but you said she was sick, so but you you, sick, gave, so you gave her a pass. But, but this one, Schwartzman, <laughs> I think was healthy. He was healthy. He apparently and I tell, was healthy I, and hungry. <laughs> And he, well, I was about to say he was full after the final because he took that whole biscuit and that breadstick. <laughs> right, dude. And he was like, give me some strudel with that while we're over here in Germany. <laughs> you got to explain that one to me, bro. Explain that one to me. How you go out with whole biscuit and breadstick? Look, Zerv is, he he's on the rebound of that loss, really, from the U.S. Open. US Open. Yeah. You know, yeah. and anybody that ain't in the big three, Oh, he's trying to take him out right now. He's strong. He's like, yeah. I'm not even trying to play around with you. Yeah. Just got, got the way. But you know what? To be very honest with you, this is the Zerv I wanted to see a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, and, and like we've always said, you know, different players, different people mature at different times, right? Exactly Everybody's right. not going to be winning majors at 17, you right. know? Right. And, um, you know, look, because Roger didn't win his first major until he was like, what? 22, was, 23, yeah, 20, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and so, you know, we saw what he did once he got busy. Exactly. But, uh, but so, you know, maybe Zeref is finally, you know, coming around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that. yeah, it, his game is, is tremendous. I mean, let's just call it what it is. He's mm -hmm. got a big old game, big old brown strokes. He can have a big serve. Of course, we know the inconsistencies with the serve, but he, he's got a very very nice game and and he showed it off these last two weeks hence the reason yeah. why he he picked up both of them titles and was like bitches get out of my house 
Right. You know, he, well, and, and and I'll be very honest. I'm, I'll I'll say this. I was happy that FAA didn't make it to the finals because I did not want him <laughs> to get to another final this week and then to lose again. And this is really becoming a story about FAA losing in these finals. It's so funny that you said that because I was feeling the exact same way. I actually went into that Schwartzman FAA match wanting Schwartzman to win right. because I felt that he would have a better shot at going against Vera than FAA would because I just right. don't feel like their matchup is good right now. And besides yeah. with Sasha kind of being on the up, and right. Felix's game is still very much right here. He's still got to right. work on the variety and still got to work on some things. I just didn't want that for him. So I was really actually happy that he lost uh, to Schwartzman. It was a tough one, though. He played Schwartzman right. strong, though. Strong three sets. And that's probably what was wrong with uh, Diego going into the match. He's like, I had to deal with, the, deal with this Canadian muffle over here. And then you got me up in here getting swung on by right. a German boy up in his backyard. Yeah. <laughs> So oh, yeah, so Zareth, congratulations to you, man. That was that was a nice uh, and I mean, and it wasn't like he didn't beat nobody because he had to take out center what, in the, in the semifinals. Did I actually didn't watch the match. There, no. there is apparently a little bit of fire between the two. They was, oh. you know, there was a little dust up. I remember uh, Zverev okay. hit a serve and. Um, and uh, they, it was called out, and so he kind of started walking up to look at it, and Cinder was like, it's out, don't, you know. And he was looking at me like, I'm not talking to you. I want to look at the match. I was like, damn. And then they had a little bit of chatter on the little cross. I was like, well, right. okay. Got a little fire. Got a little some some. So, That's okay. good. I want to see more of that with the, the next gen kind of coming up. You know. I do too. I want to see some some. I want to see some CC Paz Medvedev type stuff. I don't want all of it to be kumbaya. I right. mean, you know, we want we want some fire. So right. I thought that was very uh quite funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Well, let's talk about the other men's tournament from last week, the European Open, which was in Antwerp, Belgium, and yes. we had a final which was interesting of Dimonyar and Umbert. Yes. And uh, the funny thing is, Dimonyar, I thought I had called something with him because in the first round, he was playing Gasquet. Yes. And Gasquet served for the match. Mm. And he hit a loose swinging volley that I thought he should have let bounce. <laughs> he should have let bounce and then hit it. And that was the turning point. He missed that. He got broke that game. And then Dimonyar was like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> You'll want to win. You don't want this. You don't want this. But I tell you what, Umber remembered that and was like, man, you have the stench of defeat on you. You have, the, and I'm not talking about foot odor. I'm talking about when he walked into that final, he smelt that stuff that was on him from the first round yes. and was like, you have the stench. Stench of defeat on you, and I'm about to bring it to you. And, and he fed him that breadstick in the first set. Man. And said, it's my duty to give this to you. Because you look hungry, Fred. Barely, right? You look hungry. And, and Bryce, I'm going to tell you what. I watched that match. I watched that final. I, I'm liking Ugo and Umber. I like mm -hmm. his game. That young man has got a really nice fluid looking game he, he's got power when he needs it he's a lefty so he knows about the lefty swing and he uses right. all those things to his advantage I, I i'm i'm kind of liking him man i might uh, have to throw him in the in the camp uh, 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 okay might okay have to i like him 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I mean, he was the most exciting thing for the week for me because the 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 fact that he took out Karina Booster, um, you know. He's like everybody's scared of you and your clay game. <laughs> Take that back on the clay. <laughs> Just hardcore. Yeah, he rep- he represented and and you know, I I I did not pick him to win. But oh, but let me give a U.S. shout out though. Mm. To Giron for beating Gofan. And see, once again, and I wrote that down because I want to get your perspective on it. What the hell is going on with David Gofan? Okay, I'm I'm gonna attack this from the other side first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, give Giron some love because he yeah. deserves it. He played a very nice match. He he on my JV squad right now. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. He, he he on my I can't put him on the main squad. He ain't producing <laughs> like yet. that yet. <laughs> But I like his game, and I, I I like what he has a story already, and the hip surgeries and all that, and it just he kind of got me roped in a little bit. So I find myself cheering for him, mm-hmm. and we're seeing each week his results are really improving. They're improving. Um, yes. So yes. so he on the J on the JV squad, he may be taking Lawrence's spot if he don't get himself <laughs> right. But um, so anyway, I want to make sure we give love to another up and coming American because. We talk about all the time. Where are the American men? Right, right. And he's not one of the younger ones. No, he, no. You know, he's like he's, what twenty seven or something. He, he's kind of mid. I think he might be yeah twenty five or twenty six. I'm not sure. Yeah. If he's that sand grenade, but yeah, he's. Mm. Yeah, I know. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. So so you know, like I said, I'm I'm gonna follow him a little bit. Go find. You know what? I think you have to stay with him. What you have to stay with everybody. With this whole corona thing, you don't know how people are just all over the place. It's real, the place. it's real hard to make a, a true statement about somebody's game right now. Some people have come back real strong, some haven't come back as strong. I you know, I still think the true test will be how will people look in Australia? Right. Agreed. You know. Agreed. Yep. I can, because at that point you'll have your scheduled off season where you can do those typical things that you typically do to get yourself mentally and physically in the right conditioning. So yeah, coming back mm-hmm. in uh, in January, you're exactly right. That will, to me, tell the tale of where athletes sit and whether or not they are they are right. you know back on their game, if you will. So that's right. a good point. Very good point. But um, and I, you know, Tiafo took out my boy Lovich. We talked about that actually last week, and then Dan Evans, you know, kind of got up on him. So we, we, you know, the American man, man, we 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 need to see one really break through. And, and honestly, I thought we had one. I thought we had Jack Sock uh, back in the day, and then he got injured, and he has not really fully come back yet. Uh, but he, I, we see him trying. So, yeah, um, trying. but. But I still don't think he's the ultimately going to be the one. No. Uh, so, I don't you know, think we keep we, our fingers crossed. If I'm being honest with you, Bryce, I don't think mm-hmm. we have. The, I don't think the one is out there. Yeah, just yet. Oh. I don't know if it's still in. And no, and not to say that we've got a lot of American men, male players, and they're good. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be tremendously good. I look at you know your Fritz, and you look at your Tiafos, you look at your Tommy Pauls, you look at your you know Riley Opelkas. All of them are very, very good, talented mm-hmm. individuals. But when I think about all of them, and then I start thinking about Team Medvedev, Tsitsipas, right, right. to me, they it's just it's a it's a tier it's a tier a tier below, and that is, is the reason why for me I am saying I don't know that I see 
any of them being the one. If we had a Tsitsipas, if we had a Medvedev, or now you see Rublev coming up the ranks, a uh-huh. team. To me, those are the guys in this next five or seven year generation, if you will. Right. Those are the guys that are going to be dominating. I do not see any of those Americans being able to stay with those guys as far as competing for Grand Slam titles. And it's not to say that they're not good or talented or anything right, like that. Right. It's just they're just that level, just that level. But like you said, you got your varsity squad, you got your JV squad. To me, right. our American male players are all showing me that they will be JV players. But you yeah, got the varsity. Mean, they, they're, they're, they're Michael Bivens and Ronnie DeVoe, right? They're not Johnny Gill and Ralph <laughs> Tresvang. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> they might be able to go off and get a little BBD action going on the side. Right. But, you know, they no, no, they're not really taking a mic from nobody. Exactly. So, so what we really need is we need Serena to go ahead and win number 24 so she can get off tour, have another baby, and have a boy so we can have a guy that comes up and wrecks shot. That's what That's really what needs need. to happen. That's what needs like, to happen. Let's just call it what it is. Come on. Right. <laughs> so, well, let's talk about we, we don't have any women's tournaments going on this week, but we do have two men's tournaments. Now, yes. We're going to start just real quick with this Astana Open in Kazakhstan because, you know, it's... Oh, that Sultry one? Oh, Sultry uh, one? Yeah, right. Yeah, because that's... Cause that's- that's the Ronnie DeVoe, DeVoe uh, <laughs> tournament. Uh, we get over here to the Johnny Gill tournament in a minute. Right. But, so, <laughs> and by the way, I love Ronnie DeVoe, so if any of y'all try to go tell Ronnie I was talking about him, <laughs> Ronnie's actually my favorite one in New Edition, so there we go. Uh, but when you look at the draw, you know, these are basically the people that couldn't get into the Vienna tournament. Exactly, exactly. And um, I do want to say that I was really happy that where's my boy Tiafo had a good win against Mutek because Mutek just beat him last week on clay. That's right. So um, that was good. And, you know, we got Tommy Paul beat somebody. And so, you know, that's always a good day. Yeah, that's always a good thing. I love seeing Tommy get a victory. In fact, Tommy got a real good shot. It might he win that next, win next match against Alvin. Yeah, he but, really but, does. But he'll get to home the next. Yes, yeah. Because quietly, so for me, and uh-huh. weirdly enough, I don't know why I'm picking this. I actually think John Millman is going to win this tournament. I don't know why. Oh, the, well, because there ain't really nobody here, and and I'll tell you what, that is a little bit out there. It's a but, stretch. Yeah, but but if he can avoid. If the winner between that Tiafo Kachmanovich match, yes, that's gonna be he, a good match too, bro. Right, that's gonna be his challenge on the bottom half of the draw, okay. and then on the top half of the draw, as long as Bublik doesn't catch fire, right? I think you he know Perry ain't gonna do nothing. You know. Pam gonna lose to Kukushkin or whoever. <laughs> he gonna be out there trying to style out with that backhand, and he ain't gonna get the job done. Exactly. He was end up getting going home. Exactly. So, so I don't think that's as far out of a stretch, you know. Um, yeah. Personally, I like the fact, the fact that our our new boy uh, Karatsev is in the draw. Um, he's playing Andrea Seppi the first round. They're right above that Bublik uh, Mackie McDonald match. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I was I was actually looking him up earlier today. Um, oh, okay. I think he's going to take out Seppi. I do too. Yeah, I yeah. think Seppi's just kind of, you know, he's 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 on the back end. Right. For sure. yeah. Right. So we spent way too much time on that tournament. That let's is true. talk let's yes. talk about y'all if y'all are not paying attention. We have a tournament this week in Vienna that is basically yes. a, a a mini slam. Pretty much. Yeah. Um you have your your top seeds are Djokovic, Team, Tsitsipas, Medvedev, Rublev. Schwartzman was number six, but uh, he withdrew. He, he's That's still right. he's still full from that bagel and that, I mean that breadstick and that uh, whole biscuit he took in the exactly, finals. Exactly right. Um, Gael Monfils, who made a guest appearance, and Shapovalov, <laughs> who who apparently wanted to go hang out with Monfils. So apparently, right? But that's about as solid of a top eight seeds you're going to find in a 500 level event. And and if you didn't pick up from kind of my comments, we've already had two upsets. Yes. Um, and the first one being um, Monfils retired against Karina Busta. Um, you can see he did something to his shoulder or whatever. Um, you know, he's 0-5 since coming back from, right. you know, the coronavirus. Yep. So, guy will just need to go and sit down somewhere and get ready for Australia. That's what do it. you think? That's it. Bryce, I 100% agree with you, bro. I just think that he was off, you know, living a good life, living the gym's life uh, mm-hmm. during the whole COVID, you know, uh, uh, you know, break there. And he was out on a boat and him and Svitolina and, like I said, you can just you can see that you can right. see that he didn't put in the time in the gym, and and that's why he hasn't played well, and that's why he got injured. Right. When you're not trained up, you ain't gonna be ready. And so. just to be clear, because that's not what Jim's life is. <laughs> no, that is not, no, it's not G Y M. It's G E M S. Right? Yeah, he's chilling with Smith Alita. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. And- and then the other surprise today was uh, uh, Ruddy enough. Yeah. The homeboy ended up upsetting Shapovalov. Yeah, didn't see that one coming at all. And I haven't really looked at Ruddy enough's game at all, so not sure. I, didn't I, I think he was it. hyped up. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, when and, you're at home, it brings a whole nother level of, you know. Right. Yeah. And Shapovalov did not play great. He had, I think, 10 double faults in the match. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's not going to win anything like that. The, the one thing I want to call out about that match today is it, it once again highlighted my disgust for the way the players are taking advantage of this towel thing. Because let me tell you what Rodianoff did, or Rodianoff oh did. Oh, boy. So he's on the deuce side. Yeah. You know, the point is, he returning serve, the point is over. He walks over to the towel, wipes, rubs down, whatever. He goes to the ad side. To return serve. Shapovalov double faults. Hmm. He then walks back across the court to wipe down again before going to the do side. Why did you have to wipe down again after a double fault, which you didn't even didn't serve? Exactly. You didn't serve. Didn't do nothing. It's just the players have gotten so comfortable and being able to just, la, 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 you know, stroll around the court get towels, wipe themselves down, whatever, and it makes the game too long. Uh, no, I agree with you. And I think in those instances, you got to get players that, in a minimum, have towels on both sides so they're not always just walking 
you know, catty corner to go to the one towel. Yeah. Have have two towels in the little thing because they got one on each side now. So they've definitely been doing that. But um, I, I agree with you. I just I still don't quite get why there is that constant wipe down after every single point, even when you ain't done nothing. Some of them literally go and they they adapt their mouth and they walk back to that. I'm just like, for real. I, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. And I don't know. Maybe I didn't notice it as much because the ball kids were always bringing the towels directly right. to them. So maybe it was just they were doing it and I just wasn't paying attention to it because of the fact that it was so quick because of the fact the ball kid had to run mm-hmm. and get it to them and run back. Um, but yeah, man, I'm with you, man. It's annoying. It's annoying. And, and, and Nick, I'm right with you. I mean, shorten the serve clock. I give him 15 seconds. Yes, exactly. I, uh, you know, make it work or lose a point. That's it. That's it. You know, completely agree with that, brother. Completely agree. But anyway, I don't want to, you know, completely take us off track here. We have this great tournament here yes. where, let me just mention some of the first round matchups we have. Mm-hmm. We have Djokovic against Krajanovic. Yes. You have uh, Path versus Struth. Yep. You have Dimitrov versus Hachinov. You have, um, let's go down, uh, oh, the Canadian matchup, yes. FAA against Pastasol. You it. have um, uh, Ruth and Sinner. That's a, yeah, I, that's popcorn right there, yeah. for sure. You got Garin and Vavrinka. Yep, yep. And, and I mean, these are all first round matchups. These are, ma- these are matchups that you would see in the fourth round of a major. Mm-hmm. And Isaac, let's let's go to the semifinals. Uh, yeah. Who do you see making it to the semifinals of of this tournament? Yeah, who do I see? Uh, you know, I'm probably gonna go with my usual suspects. Although, hmm, there's one matchup that is gonna be quite interesting. I know which one. And let me guess. Yeah. You have to be talking about Rublev and team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I'm going with the upset. I am. I think Rublev is hot shit right now, bro. I think Even Rublev with team like, at home? Even with team at home, he's going to be like, I ain't scared of you. I'm trying to get my shine back from that damn Daniel Medvedev taking my shine from me. I'm trying to tell you, uh, Bryce, I, I, I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Rublev to take out team and to make it to the final. How about you? What are you predicting? So you're saying Rublev is in the final against two? Um, I think he is going to play... Who did I look at up here? It's going to be Novak. Okay. It's going to be Novak. I, I just don't know that I can see anybody getting up on him. And quietly, what's really interesting, now that I just remember something, though... Mm-hmm. I, oh, see, that's what it is. See, um... No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. I think the semis going to end up... See, I was reading this wrong, brother. I think the semis are going to be Rublev versus Daniil Medvedev. And we re- and remember, Rublev ain't got that good of a record against his countrymen. But you know what? He on a rip. He on a tear, though. He's still trying to get that shine back. So I'm still going to go with the upset. And I'm going to say he's going to take him out. He will lose to Djokovic in the final, though. I'm, I'm predicting Djokovic. Okay. How about you, brother? What did you, what's your what's your semis and final and winner look like? Well, I'm actually on the top. I say the semis is going to be Djokovic versus Cici Pass. Mm-hmm. 
And I think CeCe Pass is going to take out Djokovic for, oh. for, for two reasons. Number okay. one, I think CeCe Pass is going to be a little salty for kind of ramping out in the fifth set of that U.S. Open match. Right. And I, I think he's going to come with it. Number two, Djokovic just has to win two matches to lock up year-end number one. Which is so, all he really cares about. Which is all he really cares about. And I, I think they were saying that he, he may even just roll with his winning the Paris okay. uh, numbers last, from yeah. last year. So mm-hmm. he might be like, you know what, it's all I, good. I, he, okay. he may well well he's not gonna give it up, but he just might not have the fire. Right. You know, and I right. think CC Pass is gonna be really fired up for that rematch. So I, I agree. So I'm gonna put CC Pass in the finals there. Okay. And the bottom half, honestly, it's hard for me to go against team at home. He's defending okay. champion. Mm-hmm. He plays really, really well there. Um, he he didn't, you know, he went out early at the French. He's right. been off for a minute. I right. think he's he's going to be ready to go. I think he's going to take out Rublev. I think he'll meet uh, a Medvedev, although I want Medvedev to win. I think team is going to take him out. And I do think team is going to defend and take out CC Pass in the finals. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Uh, so, but, you know, Lord knows I've been wrong before. So, <laughs> that's what I'm going to go for. Nothing wrong with that, brother. I like that prediction. Because, honestly, with the men's game, it's, it's you know, there's so many good players, like you said, in this I- tournament. You can't really go wrong because there's a lot of folks that are just on fire. So right, it's gonna be a good one. Right, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. So we we've got a few minutes left here, maybe about ten minutes, mm-hmm. and we wanted to uh, take an opportunity to answer some of your questions on Instagram Live. Uh, we are recording this as a podcast the way we normally do, but uh, we're here live on Instagram. And I saw a question up there from Nick where he was talking about what tournaments are remaining. Mm-hmm. And I know that for the women, the only one that's left is um, the week of November the 9th, you have the Lentz uh, Austria tournament. Right. Uh, for the men, we still have the Paris yeah. um, indoors. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some 250s, but I don't remember what they are. But for, for a, a 1000 Master Series tournament, we have Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, going and they still have the year-end championships in London at the O2 right. uh, for the year. So a couple of more tournaments for the men. Uh, December Limoges for women. I don't know what oh. that means. Okay, you know, I think that, it might be a tournament. It might be another. Maybe, maybe you know. Yeah, maybe I'm not it's really a, sure. Yeah. So. What other questions do you have that we we may give our our bent op- opinion on? <laughs> exactly, right? Right. Oh man. Oh, by the way, while they're uh-huh. throwing questions up at us, did you see um, um, just at the I forget what the, the name of the tournament, but the one where uh, Karen Hatchinoff uh, went off on the, the on the umpire and had I to did. issue an apology. And I did. I, I was did. like, dang, he but went you know, off. But you know what was in- interesting about that in his in his written apology, or whatever he was saying that the umpire apologized, apologized to him yeah. for, which for was the nice. wrong call. 
Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, but I still feel like, and this is again, we this the Hawkeye thing and what have you, line calling. They need to get that in place simply put. They just need right. to get it in place. But I do feel like Karen's, it, it, he was wrong from the sense that you cannot expect a chair umpire to overrule a call that is across the court. You can't right. expect that. Because right. had he done that, then I could see the reverse happening on the other side where you have, um, who was he playing? Was it Dan Evans or something like that? Yeah, um, yeah. I could see then Dan Evans exploding being like, how, you know, that it just reeks right. of that whole uh, Serena Williams, Jennifer Capriotti, when the ball was like that far in and the chair umpire uh, ruled it out. It's like, that's not your place. Let right. the Lions people do their job. And to me, it was extremely close. Don't know if it was in or out. But to me, it, you know, I, I just felt that that was on his part. That was bad judgment to take out all that anger on the chair umpire and expect mm -hmm. them to overrule a call that's on the far side of the court. You can't do that. You can't have right, that expectation. Right. right. But, um, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I do like the fact, though, Bryce, that a lot of people have, again, A, the fact that he apologized. Mm -hmm. And then you've got a lot of people that have actually been coming out saying, Karen is actually a very, very nice guy. So this is just completely out right. of, out of you know boundaries for character. him. Right. Yeah, out of character, thank you, for him. Yeah. So so I like the fact that at least my judgment of him seems to be pretty accurate. He does seem to be, you know, a good guy and you know, he's right. been on Team Isaac, so I wanted to keep him there. But after that blow up, I was like, I don't know if I can keep you, son. Right. You, right. you stretching that boundary a little bit. But then he came right. back and apologized. I was like, all right. Right. You still on the you still on the crew. You still good. Well, I'll tell you what else is interesting is I don't know how many people saw online where Serena took her daughter Olympia, signed her up for tennis lessons. And when she initially signed her up, she said she didn't think the tennis lady knew who she was. Who she was. And I'm thinking anybody yeah. coaching tennis know who who Olympia O'Hanian is, you know. Exactly. You got so that. But but can you imagine what it must feel like in terms of? I would not want that job. <laughs> well, and I tell you what, I would want to happen. I would want Olympia to go to them classes, and I would want her to learn something so she can come back and give her mama a word, so that she can go and get number twenty four, so she can be like, Mama, I was in in, in the training class today, and I. I I noticed they say you should do this, and you don't do these in your matches. You need to do this. This is what you need to do. Do right. So Olympia, <laughs> we need you to come through. Come through, Olympia. Come through. Come through, daughter. Come on, little one. We you need know. you. Motivate right. your mama. Yeah. Get her right. Get her right. Be like, mommy, that's not the swing. That's not what you should do in that shot. Get yeah. her right. I'm just trying to say exactly. Move yeah, your feet. Move your feet. <laughs> move your feet, mama. You sitting there. You're on your heels. Come on now. <laughs> No, we don't want the baby to get backslapped neither, though. So no, no, no. We don't want well, that. Because, you know, black families, you you end up getting the back of the hand. Oh. We know what Serena will do. Serena <laughs> will take a ride to the court. Like, you big and you bad? Come on now. I'll show you how I can move my feet. All right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. She was like, that's the serve, Olympia. <laughs> And, and let me and, 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 and oh and, and let me give a shout out so we, we acknowledge I know we acknowledge it with the post but props to the tennis channel for bringing aboard Kamal Murray yeah um, looking like Pharrell know, looking like Pharrell <laughs> on there um, you know with the good commentary the good coach analysis uh, they've brought on two brothers recently with Nicholas Monroe and with Kamal Murray 
And I think they are sitting just good enough to where they can release Jimmy Arias. Because <laughs> I tell you what, that dude there really affects my my viewing experience. Bryce, you know, I need to tell you this too. So literally, when I was starting the telecast this morning, and I saw Leaf Shires, and he started talking, I was like, "All right, cool, they got Leaf." Leaf, and then right? They showed, and then they showed the partner, and they were Jimmy Ayers. I was like, "Oh, listen, look, y'all." <laughs> that is the expression that I gave. I was like, "Damn it, really? Yeah. Do we have to deal with Jimmy Ayers?" I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of his. He's just too. I, I just don't know. I, I don't like his commentary, man. Look, mm-hmm. I need to, I need to sit down for a few minutes with whoever the talent coordinator is for the tennis channel because they made a wrong <laughs> call on that one. They right? made a wrong call on that one. That is not his thing. He may have a good forehand. He may have a good heart. <laughs> and he may do, have all these other positive traits. But a commentator for tennis, he is not. That is not his no. calling. They need to put us on their board because there would be a few of them <laughs> That would be what they'd be getting that pink slip. Oh, like, my you goodness. Gone. You right. Bye. Right. Holla. Because, <laughs> bruh, oh, I was like, really? Jimmy Arias? Why? Let him go. Stay at home. Oh, my goodness. You, you know, we were talking about earlier about the JV squad. No, they don't even make the JV squad. Mm. That's the cut list right there. They don't even make the JV squad. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. That's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, Bryce. Well, you know what? We should probably cut this now because we have to bounce over to Locker Room. That's right. And That's um, right. do our little after show there. So hopefully we're hoping that Locker Room is going to be available for everyone on the App Store in a couple of weeks. But for those of you that do have access, um, Come on over. We're gonna we're gonna run it up a little bit and talk over there. So uh, watch this Vienna tournament. I'm telling you, you're gonna have some great matches uh, this week, and we will be here next Monday to talk about it all as we usually are. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. This has been your boy Bryce, and this is your boy Isaac, and we're brothers on tennis. Have a good one, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.